Hello and welcome to our Wealthy Wednesdays podcast. Today we are talking about Paddington taste on a Penrith budget. I'm Steph Davies from Wealthy and I'm very excited to be joined today by Jody Wang and Dominic Neshi, our very own Wealthy team. Welcome guys. It's nice to be here. Oh, it's always good to be here. Favourite part of the week really. Yeah, we have so much fun in the studio. Today we're talking about a really interesting topic, aspirational living, how we can live in Paddington but invest in in other areas and uh, live the lifestyle that we want whilst putting our money into things that are going to help us grow and leverage our wealth. Guys, you got you both have a lot of experience in this in this area, so I'm really keen to hear your thoughts. Is this a is this a strategy that's good for everyone or just millennials? I want to just start with that a lot of people have the misconception that if they're renting their dream home, that they're somehow cheating or they're not, you know, that that's the wrong or the poor mentality or it's the wrong thing to do. Um, I want to tell a, a very quick story, if I may. One of my friends, very, very successful guy, builder, developer, has tens of millions of dollars worth of property developments. He can live wherever the fuck he wants, excuse for swearing, but he can. And he actually deliberately um, rents in a number of different occasions and rented a number of different homes to figure out what it is that he wanted to do and where he wanted to live. So for instance, he, um, for a time, he's invested all over the place and he decided, hey, I think my dream home is to go live on the water. So what he did is he went and rented a home on the water with his wife and his young child and his puppy, two children. And he realized very quickly that after six months, or almost 12 months, that he actually doesn't want to live on the water. So he then decided, I'm going to rent over here. So this whole tactic of owning a whole bunch of property investments and then renting in different locations is actually another way for you to figure out what it is that you want and where your aspirations are. So aside from it just being a strategic, good investment strategy, it's also practically a very good tactic to figure out where do I want to live and where do I want my house to be? Because if you go and buy that dream home somewhere, it's very expensive for you to then sell it, move, buy something else, sell it, move, buy something else. There's a, a degree of flexibility that comes from renting as well. And I'm pretty sure, I think it's someone like Elon Musk who sold his houses to rent. I'm not sure if it was Elon Musk. No, he did. Some, yeah, he did. yeah. So it's not even about being able to afford their dream home, but just wanting that flexibility, I guess. That's, Absolutely. That's exactly right, guys. And and also what I find is so often clients and, and just ge- people in general don't actually take into account the exact dollars and cents that it costs to sell a property, your capital gains tax, any tax and stamp duty implications, and then all the costs to move and buy a new property and go through the whole exercise again. Whereas when you're renting and as you grow a family and have an extra baby or an extra child or um, grow and have changing needs, you can very easily just move from house to house to suit those growing needs without all of the buying and selling costs associated. I really like that because the at, at, at our core, we all desire to financial freedom. The why we want that freedom is different. It might be to buy your Porsches and Ferraris or watches and suits. Some people so they can pay school fees, so they get um, you know, pay for medical bills, so they can go on holidays. But the, the, the fundamental reason why we're investing changes, but it's also that we can go and make money. 
So that remains the same throughout our life. We want to make money. We want to increase our wealth. So we want to portion our cash to go and invest in areas that are going to make money. Whether it's your own home or investments, that should be really inconsequential. The whole idea of having your own home in a lot of people's minds is, I think, one, stability, and two, just that, that they want the the idea of where they want to live, the lifestyle. So I want people to start divorcing themselves from the idea of lifestyle and investing or own home and lifestyle because you can go and live the best lifestyle and be investing simultaneously because it's way, way more expensive for you to go and live in that home that you want to, um, that, that, that reaches your lifestyle needs. I'm now moving to Coogee and I'll be as of, couple of minutes ago, so I'm very happy about that. <laughs> and um, I want to be living in more than a one and a half million dollar place. You know, Tiffy's living in a one point something million dollar home. You know, Peter's living in a two point something million dollar home. You know, you're living in a very expensive home. For us to own these properties is very expensive. Um, but I can live in these beautiful homes and go and rent simultaneously because of all the different tax advantages and because of the difference between what it costs to go buy in Bondi and the amount of rent that you receive in Bondi. I just I think that people need to really grasp that topic. There's only so much rent that you can go and receive for this mm -hmm. top end. That's absolutely right, Dom. And I think often I'm having conversations with clients around what they want to be doing and want to be living in and their actual capabilities from a budget point of view. I really love listening to Victoria Devine's podcast uh, around money mindset and she's a wonderful financial advisor and, and planner. And so often she talks about how clients can actually own and invest in properties, um, have them rented out, and they have ideas around when they may be able to actually move in. And she's always telling them and doing the financials around what they can actually afford at the time. And you can afford to have far more investment properties week to week than you can if you're living in your own home, which we've all experienced and we all know. But I just think from a budget point of view of cash flow, that's another point to, to always remember. Mm. I don't think people realise because I, I still hear a lot these days the idea of that rent is dead money and I don't think people realise what you were saying, Dom, that it's actually really expensive to live in your own home, especially if it's your dream home. Very expensive. All, um, those, all those costs, all the strata costs or bills, water, all of this. And none of it's tax deductible. You don't – You. It, I, I don't want to go too deep on this because I don't want to talk about accounting and finance. Mm. I think – I just want people to just sort of loosen up that idea. Yeah. Yeah. So I spoke with a client. Um, actually, we both spoke to that client just the other day. Young couple, 25, 24 and 25. Um, they're first homeowners. Um, and talking to this client, they said, hey, I want to go buy my own home. And I had to just make it clear. Are you buying your own home because you want to take advantage of all the different tax incentives, which is a hell of a lot out there, and you get tens of thousands of dollars for government? Or is it your own home because you want to live there forever? And they weren't really sure. So I had to dig a little deeper and I said, well, where are you looking to go buy this own home? And they said, wherever we can afford, which so happens to be Leppington, um, you know, Badgerys Creek, Southwest, it's about 50, 60 minutes away from the CBD, which is, it's a really good investment area. Anyways, so I said, that's good. And I said, well, if you could live anywhere, where would you want to live? And they both said, Cronulla, by the water. 
I'm like, well, okay, what if I could tell you that you could live in Cronulla and have that investment property too? And they were very, very intrigued by this idea. Steph and I did the cash flow analysis. For them to go and live in that home for a little while, the six months, they're going to get tens of thousands of dollars from the government. When they rent it out, it'll be positively geared $5,000. Very simply, this property is going to put $5,000 into their pocket positive every single year. That, in a very literal context, can contribute towards that Cronulla pad. Okay, that's the simplest way to think about it. They can take the money from their investment property and contribute it to them living somewhere in Cronulla. Now, for them to go and rent in Cronulla, it might cost them 250 bucks each, get a five or $600 place. They can have that investment property, let it make the money and let it grow. Over time, they're gonna be able to pull equity out of that place, buy another investment property and keep on renting wherever they wanna live. I want people to really grab that and live a quality lifestyle and not sell themselves short. You know, I think that that's such an important thing for people to really grasp. Yeah, absolutely. There's so there's so much freedom to be drawn uh, in in property, and and it, we always talk about empowerment and all sorts of those things. But that story really resonates with me, Dom, because I remember a few years ago when I was younger, I went and had a mini sabbatical and transferred my university to Boston in America, and because of my student visa, I wasn't able to work whilst I was there, and I had properties back in Australia and and financial commitments, but I was able to furnish my one of my properties in Australia and have that as a short-term furnished rental. And because it was so positively positively geared, it actually paid for all my living expenses whilst I was in America and couldn't work. And it was just the most fabulous few months because I was just learning nonstop, studying and focusing on what I was there to do rather than worrying about working. And, and in hindsight, I go, I, I look back and, and that was a complete fluke and a little bit of luck. It wasn't sort of a planned strategy years in advance, but I look back now and I, and I really uh, resonate with that freedom and, and the options that property can, can provide. I had to say, sorry to interrupt you, I saw you about the chat, Jody, but I had the same experience where I had an investment portfolio, it was making me money and I was 25 and I moved to New York. I just, you know, people think that property weighs you down because you've got a 25 or 30 year mortgage, but um, it liberates you in so many ways. I was able to quit my job, um, sell all my possessions, leave everything and I said, I'm just going to go try something different. I ended up staying in New York, bartending and just living a different life. You know, I, I divorced myself of everything. I'm like, you know what, I'm, I, don't, I, don't want to, I don't want this life anymore. I'm going to try something else. I was a bartender and it was great. You know, the, the, the money that I was earning from the properties helped to support my lifestyle over there. And when I came back, it was a little bit of luck. Everything had grown in value and I could keep on investing. So that was, you know, as you said, a little bit of luck involved in that. But... Um, if I was, if it was my own home, if I had this idea that I needed to constrict myself in buying my own home, the types of areas that I want to live in, the rent that you receive ordinarily doesn't cover the mortgage that you have. And then, then you're in a situation where you don't have the freedom to move away, to go try something else, to go live- Go on a sabbatical. Go on a sabbatical. Mm -hmm. you, you really do inhibit yourself and your lifestyle if you're thinking about things only in one way. Absolutely, Dom. Now, 
with the topic today, we were talking about a Paddington taste on a Penrith budget, and we've just we've just really touched on how we can get that freedom and and be fluid in our plans and and not let property and and investments restrict our lifestyle and and what we're doing. A lot of our clients are coming into our world and often not realising that they can even afford in Penrith, even if they are living in Paddington and enjoying their aspirational lives day to day. We've got so many government grants and lots of stimulus out in the market now, and we've seen clients be able to put purchase in areas like Penrith. Um, now, you both have a lot of a lot of day-to-day experience with these conversations, and I was keen to get your thoughts on, on what's happening out in that area. Um. Something that I did, I'm almost going to celebrate my wins, but one thing that I did well when I was younger is I just got as much money as I could, which wasn't a lot of money, it's like ten dollars or $20,000, and I used every grant that was available to me to get into the property market as soon as I possibly could. Yeah. Okay. The government is giving us um, $25,000 for brand new builds, they're paying your stamp duty up to $800,000. Um, so there's like $50,000 on the table and free money there. So if you can put together 10, 20, $30,000, way less than you originally thought, you can actually get into the market now. So I want that to get across. If there's one message you take away from today, come and have a conversation with us or with any other property firm out there. Not all of them are equal, anyways. But <laughs> Um, you can get into the market way sooner than you think. So take this opportunity to have a chat to some professionals and figure out what your budget is and see if these different government grants apply to you. Because if you can afford to buy in Penrith or St. Mary's or Leppington or Austral or some of these, um, we call them, you know, that Southwest Growth Precinct, you can use that as an opportunity to then fundamentally change the way the way that the rest of your life will pan out. Because if you're buying in these really good high growth areas, you can actually grow your way to your next deposit instead of you having to save $150,000. Dom, I'm, I'm happy for you to share my story, what we're talking about for my personal investment as well, because we sat down a few days ago and you were talking to me and my partner, Callum, and saying, hey, you guys originally thought that you wanted to do this together, but could you not do it separately? And in my mind, I just it just didn't occur to me that that was something I could do because I was like, I'm not confident that I can do it on my own. But actually sitting down and talking about what's possible, I actually realized that there is another way. And now I'm actually really excited. Whereas a few months ago, you know, speaking to another person and you know, looking at investing in Brisbane, I was scared. I was scared on investing. I thought that I'd have to be tied down to, you know, paying off this mortgage. And, you know, he was saying, you know, if you get money back, you get your tax back, don't spend it on a holiday, put it back into your offset account. And that scared me. So I, I really appreciated that, you know, we were shown a different way and that it is possible. Well, that's the thing. So many people think they don't know what's possible. You know, when you chat to the professionals, I'll show you what, what's available to you. You know, that's why I talk to an accountant because I want to know what tax laws are available to me. Where can, I, where can I save money on tax? And that's why I talk to a personal trainer. 
What exercises should I do differently? How should I be changing my diet? What things, where are the shortcuts? Not that there are any shortcuts, but there are better ways of doing things. You know, There's it, different paths to lead to the same outcome. That's exactly right. Just tell me where you want to go and we'll figure out mm. what ways are available to you. This has been such a great chat, guys. I'm loving it. I could probably talk all day about this. I can see your this. massive smile. I because love it. <laughs> I'm a very aspirational person, um, so I love this topic. And I think my message for everyone listening today is that you don't have to compromise. You can live in Paddington and have beautiful taste and be an aspirational person and invest your money elsewhere so that you can grow your way to your next deposit. Thank you, Dom, for that line. Uh, and, and do it in a way that you're not compromising on lifestyle and learning and wonderful opportunities that this life will bring you. Did you have anything else you'd like to add, Jodie? I think we've kind of covered it all for now. Okay. Okay. And Dom, anything else to add? Yeah. Um, I think that in in this, this environment, um, this, this is a very, very strange and wonderful time there is a lot of fear there is a lot of uncertainty and if you get caught up in the day-to-day -day rhetoric in the very short and near term you're going to be stunted by fear and be scared to make any any real decisions but if you if you step out a little bit and you add some time and you add some scale and you zoom out and you have a look at the bigger picture um, and that's the that's the that's the view you should take when you're buying any real investments. And if you're buying property in particular, you don't want to be making your property investment decisions from the near view, because in the near view, there's COVID, there's um, all sorts of unemployment issues. There's you know banks are talking one thing or another. There's government stuff. There's all sorts of scary things that are happening here. But if you zoom out and you have a look at stuff from the bigger picture in five and 10 year timescales, which ultimately that's what you should be thinking about when you are making property investment decisions, things become a lot clearer. There's a lot less fear, there's a lot less anxiety, and you can become a lot more strategic. So when, when, you, are, when you can lay it all out and you can have a look at what the moving parts are, what options you have available to you, Things become a lot less stressful, things become a lot easier and you become a lot more inherently optimistic because you can you can have a look back and say what happened in the past 10 years when similar things occurred? What what do we think is going to happen in the next 10 years? And suddenly the, the decision making becomes a lot easier to you and what you'll actually see is that now is full of opportunities. There are so many opportunities out there. It's just about changing your perspective talking to good people around you, recruiting a good solid team, not being in a hurry, and then thinking very clearly about what you want for that 10 years and there's a strategy there for you. So don't get caught up in the you know all the crap now. Chat to good people, zoom out and figure out what you want in 10 years and there is a way forward for you to get there. Great message there, Dom. Really love that. That's me telling it to myself because I'm making different business decisions and stuff now and I feel those fears. I'm up at 1.30 at night thinking, oh, God, what could go wrong? And I have to remind myself, how, hey, wait, 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 wait. There are, this is just now. Don't worry about now. Like you have to do or you have to put food on the table and whatever else. But there is a bigger picture. There is more for us to do in the future. And, and um, look, there's, there's some really good things that are happening out there. So take advantage of them. 
Yeah, that's a great message, Dom. Everything that we are always focusing on is is long-term and don't get caught up in the day-to-day stresses because there's so many if we want to look for them, but we have a choice. We have a choice to, to find them, right? Mm, absolutely. Well, Jody and Dom, thank you so much for joining us today. I've got some great takeaways. Don't compromise on your lifestyle choice. If you've got Paddington taste on a Penrith budget, that's absolutely fine. Come and see us and the team at Wealthy and we can work on a tailored property strategy for you. Also focus on freedom and everything that you want to achieve holistically in life and make sure that you, your property is is working for you and not against you and it's certainly not tying you down because I'd hate the feeling of that. Uh, and also focus on that on those long-term goals and uh, and make make those the drivers of your decisions with great people around you. Anything else I've missed? Oh, look, we could keep on talking, but I know we're running out of time. So <laughs> I okay. want to thank everyone for tuning in. You know, we get your questions. We see your likes, your comments. And, you know, Jody, um, Steph, Tiffy, myself, we all want to engage with all of you. So the more feedback that we receive, the more relevant the content can be for you. We really appreciate every single time one of you share or engage or send it to your friends and you know, we we value every single one of those views or subscriptions or likes. We really, really do. We're building a culture and a and a movement here. And we we love all of it. So thank you to all of you that are out there and keep it up. And I might also just jump in there, Dom. That reminded me to give everyone a shout out that's that is watching or listening wherever you are to jump on our Instagram. We're just starting to ramp that up and add some really great content each day. You'll see what we do day to day. You'll see our adventures, uh, some great stories, wonderful quotes, and we'd love to hear from you. It's a quick and easy way to send us a message or have a chat. So if anyone's uh, got Instagram, which I'm sure a lot of you do, jump on there and follow us and we'd love to chat to you there as well. It's at Be Wealthy. At Be Wealthy. <laughs> Otherwise, subscribe on our on our Spotify page and we'll see you on YouTube as well. Have a wonderful day, everyone, and take care. We'll see you soon.